Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. And today we are going to talk about shadow work and um, discuss how even myself as a shadow worker, how I had to really fully dive into the work. Um, So I'm going to be honest with you, this is going to be very straightforward. Um, There is no sugarcoating on this episode. And I want you to definitely set an attention, take a deep breath and dive in with me because we are entering shadow work season. Before I go into the episode and channel and share my message, um, please know that I am now accepting just a few clients to come into the Healing Temple. Um, That is a four-month program, but I would like you to contact me prior to, and there is also a 25% off because I know that it is going to be a really emotional time for a lot of people and I would like to extend that offer to you. But please contact me before booking it so we can have a little chat and I want to make sure you're ready to commit and fully go into your own work. Now, the reason why I want to share this is because the one thing I've noticed, you know, even in my own journey, reflecting back in shadow work, I remember how much I always projected outside and it was always someone else's fault or it was the way I was raised or, you know, the the clients or the studio or, you know... it was always someone else's fault. And to be honest with you, the way I dived into my own personal shadow work was to actually suck it up and take full accountability for the way I was showing up to this world. And the thing about that, it's very hard because a lot of people tend to fall back into inner child wounding and the victimhood. Shadow work requires you to take accountability, consistency, and definitely full responsibility for your inner work. Now, don't get it twisted, okay? We've all had um, people outside of us that have challenged us, who have hurt us, who have betrayed us, abandoned us, rejected us, all of those deep shadows. But until you really take full accountability and stop pointing the finger at anything else outside of you, shadow work will be a repetitive motion for cycles and cycles and cycles. And this is why a lot of people specifically at this moment in time in the great awakening is understanding that, oh my God, I cannot get out of this cycle. And most likely, if you understand old souls or past lives, you probably have done this for a long time. So this is actually something that is very challenging. And like any great program, you need to have accountability. You know, there is a lot of people who say, you know, get some crystals, go in front of the mirror, and you can do your own shadow work. I truly believe that is false teaching. We are reaching the age of Aquarius in any type of shadow or addiction, which is the same in my humble opinion, needs support, needs the accountability so you don't fall back into old behaviors, patterns, or even your ego. Your ego is a trickster and a lot of people are actually living in a very egotistical state. I'm doing the work. I'm amazing. 
I show up to myself every day. I am a light worker. But behind the scenes, there are actions and thoughts and energies that are basically very hypocritical to how the ego is running the ship. And this is what I had to face with myself. I realized that I was doing a lot of talking and not truly embodying the work. So when I say that, the best example I can give you, right, would be like the 12-step program. They know how to really create full accountability and showcase that through support and understand that any pattern addiction or shadow does take time. Now, as someone who understands the ego, as someone who has lived in the ego, still in the ego through the physical meridian body, because the physical meridian body is the ego self, but also has been the healer, the teacher, the medicine woman, and all the archetypes of the feminine, I could tell you that the ego always will come into your mind and tell you things and bring you back into old patterns. And this is why it's so important to have support. Um, To be honest with you, a lot of people do not want to change. And that is the truth. And you really have to be honest with you yourself, excuse me, to see if you really want to change. Because if you're not willing to change, there's no point of continuing on the ascension ladder because the ascension ladder will push you because there are energies outside of you that are in the spiritual realm, your ancient ancestors, gods and goddesses, and all of the energy from the father and mother is saying to you, you've chosen this, now you got to move. And that's the thing that people don't realize when you take an oath, meaning I'm saying I am goddess, I am God, I am divine, feminine, masculine, you're basically making a soul contract that you will ascend because this is why your soul has come here. And because that is happening on the other realms, you are physically being pushed and pulled towards that ascension, that level of consciousness, which creates change. And with any great change requires great discipline, consistency, investing in yourself, showing up to places that you feel that you don't even want to go into, you know, being seen, being vulnerable, you know, crying and releasing and, you know, having that work, that inner work that you understand that it's going to take the rest of my life to get there. And that is okay, because I have commitment to this purpose. And that's what I had to do. And I went full and I never looked back. The road is never easy. But the, the the challenge that comes forward is to understand that any challenge that I have in front of me, I am beyond um, protected and beyond supported through the aspects of the spiritual realm. And every time I show up, I know that I have cheerleaders beyond this realm that is supporting me. And any challenge I do face, I can always bring it to my healer, my counselor, my shadow worker, my priestess, my goddess, whoever it is, my loves, and you can bring that challenge and you can work together in the challenge. Because inner work is definitely something that is is needing commitment. It really is. And as a shadow worker, I have to tell you, you know, um, to do this work is one, an honor, 
But two, I also realize the strength and confidence and just the overall divine God and goddess energy that is upon me to do it. Because to do shadow work, you're basically dancing with the devil each and every session. Because the devil or evil, right, is our ego self. It's a consciousness that is a separation from source consciousness. So for me, I always respect the shadow workers because we are literally working in the shit show. And a lot of us, like myself, that's one of my biggest gifts here is to see someone's true potential, their higher self, but they may not be operating in it yet. And the shadow work will help you get there. But for myself, right, when you go to, let's say, an exorcism, you have to be confident and you have to hold that divine spark. Now, someone who is not confident in themselves or lacks self-worth or even is not comfortable in really revealing who they truly are, their shadows, you know, the shadow worker is like their biggest enemy. And that's why they keep running from them because it's a reflection of the confidence that they forgot that they also have. So that person is dealing in the shadow. So shadow work right now as a collective is really big. Um, I'm so grateful that a lot more people are aware of it. But to be honest with you, as someone who is witnessing the collective energy and my fellow brothers and sisters, you know, the teaching of shadow work has to go back into more ancient understanding. Um, to be honest with you, I think the best shadow workers are the ones who have been doing it for about 40 years. So they're definitely, you know, more wise and they have more experience. We call them the ancestors or the ancient ones because they speak truth of it versus this new age shit that it's like, get some crystals, light a candle, journal. That's not shadow work. That's just everyday ritual. Shadow work is aggressive. It's going to pull you. It's going to kill you. And it will kill you over and over again. Because that death is the ego that needs to constantly be treated in that matter. So to do shadow work is definitely something that has, you know, a lot more significance to our journey than what most people practice. And I'm going to say it again, you need to have accountability and that's why it's very important to have a place to sit and have shadow work okay so please understand that we are at the age of aquarius we're not meant to do things alone anymore and the person who says i don't have the money to do any of my inner work is the person that doesn't want to change that's the truth anybody who truly wants to change knows there is a commitment there is an investment not only with the money but it's more the time the effort the consciousness the letting go the shedding the change right and these are the individuals that have chosen ascension in this life. Now, if you haven't, that's cool too. At least you're listening and there's an awareness. But understand, we're all going to ascend. Not only a small percentage, every soul is going to ascend. But it just depends on how strong their ego is. Okay? So when it comes to shadow work, we're going to see this more right now in two specific places in our body. One will be the sacral. 
there's going to be a lot more clearing out in that chakra. A lot of you are probably having kundalini activation in that area. Um, and it's probably sometimes really annoying. I know for me, it was super annoying. And um, sometimes it's still I feel it because of the collective, but also because of the work that I have to do. Um, and the second part would be the throat chakra, which is really beautiful, but this would be like the witch wound, right? And when I talk about the witch wound, I mean like the medicine, woman or man. You could be a woman or a man. This has nothing to do with gender. This has to do with energy and also your past lives. So because we're dealing with the sacral and the throat in between, we have the solar and the heart. And because of that, we're dealing with a lot of strong emotions. The solar plexus will be your inner child wounding, the blockage, you know, the soul fragmentation, self-worth, um, power, all of that. And then your heart, well, then you're dealing with very strong emotions of what it is to be a conscious being. Um, heart blockages, you know, that's when you feel very disconnected and alone and you still feel like a child that's been abandoned. The reason why this is very important to understand because only when you unblock the heart, you push back that heart light and you realize it's time to activate it. That's when you're more connected to the spiritual because the heart is the new center balance and that's where we really should be grounding our energy moving forward because anything underneath the heart chakra is ego. It is human and it is actually no longer resonating. Remember, we are in a time of great changes, the great awakening. The entire world is going through a lot of changes. This is prophecy. So all the work that you do is not for this life, it's for the afterlife, it is for eternal life, it's for you to kill the ego. And when I say kill the ego, you have to understand that's not something we can do in a retreat. Once we actually transcend, we are actually no longer here because our physical meridian body is ego. So, you know, we understand that we've taken the oath to kill the ego, but that's never going to happen overnight. So be patient with yourself. But this is why you need to find the right container and the right medicine that works for you. The other thing that I want to say to you as well, to all of you who've been on the journey for a while, speaking about medicine, you're going to see challenges when you're dealing with drugs, alcohol, or specific types of food moving forward on your journey. We're being asked to really cleanse ourselves through the energy of daily practices and routines. I definitely have the challenge of food. Um, and the food for me, right, would be gluten, um, anything that activates very um, like spicy or garlic or even um, like onion, things that actually can aggravate my gut, which would be throughout the solar plex and of course the sacral. I'm definitely being very limited on that. Um, I am vegetarian. I don't eat any f animal meat because that's just my journey. Um, but a soul is a soul. But don't forget, even when you pick plants out of its root, you're also killing the plant, everything is energy. So you got to take it as it resonates. But when it comes to the food and the diet, you're going to be asked to change. Hello, we're dealing with the sacral th through the throat, right? So you could imagine what you consume down your throat that goes to your stomach, and then you got to release it. The other thing too is the drugs. You know, are you taking a lot of drugs? Are you are you considering 
um, your addictions, medicine, you know, these are deeper layers of shadow work that a lot of people will be facing. And this is why I say to you, shadow work is addictions, and there's no way you can conquer this by yourself. Um, you definitely need a program and you need support that will give you that accountability that you need. Um, so yeah, the drugs and the alcohol, you know, I know a lot of people are smoking a lot of weed or taking, you know, these shrooms or they drink a lot um and everything has to be now a little bit more micromanaged and understanding how you have to also build healthy relationships with those energies okay um i can't really tell you exactly what you need because this is a just a collective message but this is what we're going to see okay and we're all in this together so we all have our own addictions like I said to you mine is food it's always been food food is my drug and I eat pretty clean but I realize when I feel very emotional or I just want to have like passionate sex or have like a really big hug I turn to food and the food that I turn to um, would be more carby more sugar or just an extreme amount of it, like you can't eat enough, like just too much. And that's my emotions, right? So we're dealing with very strong emotions right now. And everybody has to deal with it the way they deal with it. I'm just sharing mine because that's mine. You know, we all have it like, it's okay. And that's why it's so important to be someone who understands shadow work, because we're vulnerable and truthful enough to say this is mine, what's yours, you know what I mean? And there's no shame. And there's no guilt. Um, the thing about shadow work, I realized too, that a lot of people have a lot of deep shame. Um, and that's also a really big shadow that we're also going to notice too. But you'll notice that more through the emotions of you becoming a victim versus you taking full accountability. Okay. Um, let me see what else. Hmm. Oh, yeah. The last thing I will say to you about this, and I don't want to go too much into this because um, it's such a deep rabbit hole but the last thing I heard is generational curses and that is a lot of energy right there because it's understanding how you have a huge lineage karmic blockage or a karmic cycle that needs to be completed and you as a soul have chosen to complete that for the seven generations prior and the seven generations ahead so this is a lot of high conscious responsibility and I get it but at the same time this is 2022. Um, therefore, we have a very exciting journey ahead of us because this is just the beginning. And the more you take accountability and show up and really dive into your inner work without making the excuses, without blaming anything outside of you and really creating a very healthy path to healing, it's going to be miraculous. Remember, healing doesn't have to be suffering. That's the old energy. Healing can be liberating. It could be joyful. It could be um, one of the best cosmic orgasms you can ever experience because you're going into another state of consciousness and you're fully allowing that support to be with you and you feel safety, you feel seen, you feel heard. That is true intimacy from on a soul level. And as you rise above that, you go into the deep cosmic bliss of the womb because you're becoming reborn over and over again. Um, and yes, there will be, of course, you know, challenges, but you will, you will, what I'm hearing is that you will conquer the challenge 
um, through a very wild laughter. And with every tear, every teardrop that falls, it's a part of your rejoicing of the ocean because the ocean is consciousness okay cool i love that so my loves once again if you do want to jump in if you do want to commit if you do want to change and you are really ready to make it happen because you know that there is so much more possibility for you with this work please contact me i am offering 25 percent off the healing temple which is based out of dolores cannon's teaching um, and it's also four months. So we have one hour a week for four months, which gets you into creating a new lifestyle. But most people who take it, they dive in for a longer period because there's only so much work we can do in four months. And this is something that's definitely more in commitment. So if I have the time to honor you and you have the time to honor you, we can make it work Please contact me. So this is what we are expecting. Please share this if you are listening, by the way. You know, the new thing too is like um, for an energy exchange, everything is an energy exchange. You have to be very conscious of what you're listening to. And if you're just listening to it and liking it and you don't share it, you're not fully participating in the energy exchange. All you have to do is just share it with someone who may benefit from this message. And that's all. And then we are in balance. Namaste, my loves. God bless you and your journey.